0: You're listening to LaxRecords.com Podcast, Episode 7. Today we're talking about speed, so let's get started. Hey everybody, Mike here. Welcome to the LaxRecords.com Podcast. If this is your first time listening, thanks for coming. If you're a returning listener, thanks for coming back. For all those who are interested, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, at LaxRecords, and at Facebook.com slash LaxRecords. Always show links are in the notes. Today we're going to talk with Colin Quay. He's the owner and president of Elite Athlete Training Services in Rockville, Maryland. Now I met Colin about 10 years ago when I was working for Rivals.com and covering high school football, specifically high school football in Maryland. We worked together on a couple projects and slowly became friends and actually hired him as my personal trainer for about a year or so uh, back in the Early 2000s, before 2010, give or take. Uh, sounds so much further uh, in the past than it actually is, or maybe it's the other way around. Um, well, I decided I wanted to talk to Colin after listening to Coach Bricado, Coach Isif, Coach DeMeo talk about speed and how that's the number one thing that they look for out of a high school athlete. And I really wanted to know is that old adage of speed can't be taught true? I mean, I can get faster than I am now, so what is speed? Is it relative? Obviously it is because someone's always faster than the other one, that doesn't actually make them fast. Usain Bolt is the fastest man on the planet. No one can beat him, but not everybody's gonna have that kind of level of speed. So I wanted to talk with Colin because he's an expert. This is what he does for a living. He makes people faster, stronger, and better. Colin's gonna talk about some of the aspects of speed, um, just kind of what it is. Can you teach it? Can people get faster? And he's just going to give some overall training advice that he has for aspiring athletes. Now, one thing to note, this isn't geared towards just lacrosse players. Colin trains football players. I think he does primarily football, but I know he's also trained lacrosse players in the past. He's trained baseball players. He's trained basketball players. So these principles can apply to almost just any sport. And as usual, I'm going to have all links to Colin's information in the show notes and on the website at laxrecords.com podcast. So now let's get on to the interview. All right, so uh, we're here with, uh, with Colin at uh, Elite Athlete Training Systems, and um, I'm not going to do the disservice of doing his introduction, so I'm going to ask Colin to kind of introduce himself and tell us a little bit about, about himself before we kind of get into the, the topic of the day, which is going to be speed. So uh, Colin, uh, tell everybody a little bit about yourself and, and EATS.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, again, uh, my name is Colin Quay, and uh, I've been the, the owner of Elite Athlete Training Services since uh, 2008. Uh, we've been around since 1995, uh, so I've been, I've been doing this for quite a long time. I've been uh, in, the, in the industry for a little over 15 years now, and uh, it's, been, it's been a great experience in working with athletes from uh, the youth all the way up to professional level and, and uh, in a pretty wide variety of sports. Uh, it's definitely been a great experience for me yeah
0: and you guys are located in Maryland so in Rockville Maryland just yep. outside of d c for people not too familiar with the area um, so and I know uh, we we met obviously a few years ago when I was working covering high school football in in Maryland and I know you were I think you' were my trainer for I think it was about a year or two years it's kind of fa- funny how fast time flies so um, you know I kind of what brought you back to to mind was I talked to a couple of the cross coaches and you know I know you guys your main focus is on football but these lacrosse coaches kept mentioning how important speed was. And I think for the most part, except for Olympic years, when most people think of speed, people think of football because of the 40-yard dash and how
1: much uh,
0: weight that is given in anything. So you were obviously the first person I called to – to kind of see, kind of dig in a little bit deeper about, you know, basically about speed. Um, so, you know, I know the old adage is, speed can't be taught. But as someone who does training, um, what's your thoughts on that? Is
1: that true? Um, well, I, I got to say, I, I probably disagree with that. Uh, I mean, obviously, there there is a suspicion of uh, fast twist fibers that you got to thank your mom and dad for. But, uh, you know, after that, you know, everybody has a, a different potential and, you know, if you have a little bit of, uh, of luck and have some, some parents that have given you some some uh, some gifts, then you know you can develop that further. And then maybe someone who doesn't. But at the end of the day, everybody can get faster, everybody can get more explosive and, and more powerful by uh, by you know going through a couple different. You know, there's definitely something that can be improved. It's you know the, the the limit to how much you can improve it obviously is going to be limited by you know your genetic uh, predisposition for improving speed.
0: Yeah, Um, I guess before I go too much further, is I guess what is your I guess most people say speed they think you know probably straight line you know forty yard dash type speed like how fast can you get to point A and point B in in one in one go Um, what is what is kind of your definition of speed because I know sometimes it's broken into speed people also mean quickness so how do you define speed.
1: Uh, well, that's a good question. Um, so yeah, I mean, you think about speed, a lot of when they talk about speed, obviously people are talking about, you know, your your track athletes, like you're saying Bolt, that's one of your speed, or you talk about, you know, guys in the NFL combine that are, that are running 40s and running, you know, 4.2s and 4.3s, you know, they, they talk about that as being fast, but, you know, in sport, you know, there, there's linear speed, but, you know, more commonly in most field and court sports is lateral speed, so you know, uh, that's commonly referred to is quickness or agility so Mm -hmm. you know all of those are areas that can be improved upon And in a a training program you want to make sure you're addressing both linear speed and then also your change direction skills which you know are going to be your quickness but you know a lot of people kind of group that all together as your overall speed
0: yeah i think that's one of the things like most people don't really like i think people probably realize it when you think speed i think people think that straight line but you know there's other than track there's no sport, field sport, that you're going to be running in a straight line, unencumbered, <laughs> way, unless lacrosse, you're very lucky.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, and for, for a sport like lacrosse, I mean, you know, very similar to football. I mean, there's very few instances in a sport like a cross or in football where you're going to be running straight for an extended period of time without any type of deviation. So when you think about speed for for sports like lacrosse and, and like football, you now we're really thinking more about you know agility, change direction ability, to be able to stop, change direction, and then reaccelerate. You know, is, is really what we talk about speed.
0: Yeah. So how do you um if the you know, obviously gonna be genetic a little bit of luck to get to be Usain Bolt, like you know, he didn't he that didn't definitely just, helps. <laughs> he didn't he didn't roll out of bed and you know, just suddenly train to get that fast. I'm sure he did train quite hard, but oh, know, he, he, was, like, he, had, hard. he had a little bit of gift um to start out. But for someone who, you know, may not be at that level, you know, their you know, maybe their average speed what should they? What should their expectations be when they go into training? Maybe they come to someone like you and be like, "Hey, I want to get faster because I want to play the sport faster." What should their expectations be? I mean, are they going to go from a 6 point zero? We'll just use the forty yard dash to like a four point five. But what should they expect?
1: Most likely not. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it really all depends on to what is their starting point. You know, are they trained at all, or are they completely raw? Mm-hmm. You know, if it's someone who's completely raw, then they're going to have a much bigger upside because now you're taking them from zero to. Really going through and perfecting a, a lot of different things. Where if it's someone who you know already you know is a good starting point, already has been trained, already has good running mechanics and, and good strength and, and good mobility, you know, within well, the, the the increase you're going to have for someone like that is going to be a little bit smaller. You now, but if you have a, a younger athlete, you know, is very raw and very experienced and now you're going through all the series of, of working on proper running mechanics, working on improving speed uh, through building up some strength, working on uh, their mobility and improve their their stride length. Uh, you know, then then you're gonna have a little bit more of an upside. You're gonna see bigger improvements because of that.
0: Yeah, you mentioned the strength point, which uh, which I think is interesting because you know, do you find whenever you're training athletes, do they think about the strength training aspect when they're thinking about getting faster, or do they think just you know right. running, trying to run faster will get them there? Today is the strength training a overlooked? do You them, feel?
1: You're right. A lot of them don't, and that's part of the education process that we take with our athletes is helping them understand that you know look you know in order to get faster there's a couple things that we got to do you know very similar to if you're if you're working on a car and you're trying to you know soup up your car well you got to get a bigger engine you know if you're if you're a younger athlete and you're not experienced you don't spend a lot of time in a weight room and you got a four cylinder you know well you know one of the things we can do to get you faster is to get you stronger especially in your legs and we want to train in a way that's going to increase the strength that you can apply for speed so if we can give that athlete a, a v8 you know, in that same body, you know, that, that athlete's going to be faster. Yeah. if you know, that, that athlete is carrying around a lot of extra body fat and we can lean that athlete out and streamline their body very similar to a car, if we're, if we're cutting down the weight of the car, well, then that athlete's going to get faster. You know, if we can, uh, you know, help them to you know, understand how to, how to use their car, very similar to kind of what we, we tell our kids is like, look, you know, we, we get, we're going to give you a better car but that car is sitting in your driveway. You don't have a driver's license. You can't drive it, so you're not going to be much faster. But, you know, once we do all this work in the weight room, once we do all this work to, you know, with body composition, you know, and then we still have to learn, teach that athlete how to learn how to drive their car. So that's where we start working on running mechanics and body positioning and, and angles and then and applying force into the ground, help them understand how to drive their car. And that's really how, how it comes down to, you know, building up speed. So we got one, we got to get a fast car, and two, we got to learn how to drive it.
0: That that's that's a great analogy, especially the point where whenever you have you know talking about maybe an athlete's carrying a little bit more weight because I think you know putting the bigger engine in it's one thing, but if you can shed some of that weight, you can get faster just by not having to carry around as many pounds as you would absolutely normally. Yeah. like that'll help. And, and the it extra itself.
1: body fat's going to slow us down. It's just like if we you know, take an athlete and put a twenty pound weight vest on them and tell them to go run a forty yard dash, you know, they're probably not going to be running much of a faster forty doing that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, do you find the, the weight vest? Because I see, you know, obviously I'm, I'm, I'm a runner and I see people running with weight vests all the time. Is that among
1: the ways? Is the get faster, do you find? Uh, so, Well, yeah, adding resistance to certain things appropriately uh, in, a, in a progressive manner is going to help us to develop strength which is going to help us to develop more force into the ground which is going to if if properly you know angled with proper mechanics is going to help us get faster. So, you know, a weight vest, you know, dumbbells, sleds, all those are various tools that if used properly can can benefit an athlete in in uh, you know improving their speed and their overall athleticism and and the key is here is, is using properly. Yeah. Uh, that's where the, the the art of coaching and get
0: so far if all they do is train with you I mean, I'm sure they're not seeing you guys seven days a week. So there's stuff they got to do on their own. They got to go home and put in the work. So what are yep. some things that athletes can do when they're not at the gym? You know, maybe it's for whatever reason they can't get there. What's some things they can go out in their backyard, go to their local park or, you know, go to the gym while they're inside if it's raining outside? Like, what are some things that you find that works best to help increase speed?
1: Uh, well, I mean, as far as the athletes, once we start working with them and we start teaching them what to do, uh, you know, we always give them homework. Uh, one of the things that we're going to work with them on is their nutrition, getting back to leaning them out if they need to lose some body fat. So making sure they're holding themselves accountable for the nutrition, eating properly, uh, you know, two recovery, you know, making sure that after training sessions, they're, they're doing the appropriate things in terms of, you know, soft tissue recovery work, uh, proper sleep, hydration, uh, all of that goes hand in hand to make sure they're getting the most out of the training programs. Uh, In terms of basic drills and things that they can do, uh, you know, a great, a great exercise that doesn't require any any kind of equipment is you know, running hills, and that's a that's a tried and true, you know, old, old drill that we always use for improving the speed. Uh, running up a hill, uh, you know, short burst sprints uh, helps to open up your stride length uh, and help you generate a little bit more force driving a, driving at an incline. So uh, you know, that's a very simple thing that someone can do. Uh, you know, while while trying to work on some things at home with minimal equipment, mm-hmm. um, you know, you know, any kind of uh, sled dragging things like that. Again, work on helping you to understand about driving, forcing the ground, and proper body angles. Uh, so they have if they have access to a sled or anything that they can push or push or drag will, will be beneficial.
0: Probably no pushing the car in the driveway, just to be
1: sure. <laughs> Another we, we, we have been known to push and, and drag a couple cars and trucks in our day, and then you know, so if, if, if they can have access to that and do that safely, then great.
0: Yeah, I don't think <laughs> I, I ever got to that I do remember seeing a couple of athletes when I was training, pull, pulling those trucks or pushing the trucks, and I'm like, man, that just – just looks amazing whenever you got a kid
1: pulling a car. Yeah, it's just, it's just, uh, it's just kind of a way to sexy up some sled dragging things like that. We have fun with it. The guys have fun with it. It gets them motivated. I mean, keeping keeping your guys motivated and making making the training grind lifelong process is something that you know you're gonna have to start and continue you know throughout your whole athletic career and, and hopefully beyond. So it, it's not something that you you know you can do quickly. It takes time and you know you have to dedicate yourself to for the long haul.
0: Yeah, and so for any athletes listening, please ask mom or dad's permission before you tell them they're going to pull their car.
1: Around to get That's faster. True. There's a <laughs> uh, legal disclaimer right there. Yeah, exactly. So and
0: find a nice empty parking lot, you know, where there's nobody, nobody else around. because so you don't want to get hurt. Exactly. Um, so you know, one thing uh, a couple of the coaches had mentioned was the the parachutes. You know, that the increase the drag. Uh, I didn't oh. hear you mention that. Is that you know another uh, tool that you can add to yeah, the arsenal? So uh,
1: parachutes, harnesses, bands, bungees, all those things are, are various ways of adding. Uh, In sleds or various ways of adding resistance to recovery between sessions is appropriate. You're going to get beneficial results by doing that. Yeah. Uh, Definitely all things that we're going to utilize with our athletes in in some form or another.
0: Yeah. And um, so I want to talk about, you know, I guess speed's little brother that doesn't really get to seem to be a lot of talk. We mentioned it is quickness. Like most people Uh kind of lump the quickness in with the speed. But, you know, in my mind, that's different. Speed, I really do think the unilateral, you know, point A to point B. Quickness, I find that change of motion, change of direction. You know, you got a guy yep. on, you, you want to make a miss, you want to get around him, you need to get around this object that is in front of you for some, you know, in there. Um, for me, that, like I remember when I was training with you, foot speed, you know, ladder drills and stuff like that, foot speed was a big part of that. Do you find that that is still pretty, you know, it's been a few years since I trained with you and I know things change a lot. Um, you know, do you find foot speed is one of those things that can help you get quicker in that kind of change of direction?
1: Uh, To a degree. I mean, it definitely plays a role. You want to have a well-functioning foot. You want to have good rapid uh, response, good, you know, good, uh, strong, reactive foot. Uh, So that does play a role. Um, There's a lot of stuff out there, you know, on YouTube and stuff. You see people doing all kinds of crazy, you know, obstacle courses and things like that. And that, that starts to get a little bit hokey, but, you know, a ladder, you know, ladder, line drills, hopscotch, jumping rope, things like that are all good ways of working on that rapid response to kind of build up some of that that quickness off the ground, that good responsiveness to the ground, mm-hmm. uh, which is a, a important component of agility and change of direction. Um, that definitely plays a role, you know, but, you know, we always try to think about, you know, keeping it relatively simple. We don't want to get too crazy and too hokey where it just, you know, you kind of lose the benefit of it and now it's just, you know, uh, a circus show.
0: Yeah. Do you, so what do you find are the, the most uh, effective things for, for quickness and that agility?
1: Um, well, I mean, obviously, we, so we talk about foot speed, but in terms of, uh, you know, working on agility, and we always like to work on uh, various multidirectional plyometrics, so jumping-type drills, there's is definitely a coordination a correlation between, you know, how explosive somebody is in their, in their jumping ability, uh, double leg, single leg, multidirectional uh, type of ability, and, and how explosive they're going to be in their cuts. Uh, so it definitely plays a role. Uh various uh you know, cutting type of drills, working on various movement patterns, sprinting, shuffling, crossover runs, uh backpedaling, all that, being proficient in all in all planes of movement are gonna, gonna help improve an athlete's overall agility and their ability to be able to stop and, and change direction. And then and obviously and we talk about stopping, you know, it's strength. You know, I mean is is a reason why if you look at a Ferrari and you look at the brakes on a Ferrari you got massive brakes. So you know, having extremely strong, powerful legs that are that are very uh, mobile is going to play a big role in your ability to be able to stop and then be able to reaccelerate in a, in a different direction.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right, man. That's that's really great. You know, it's kind of it. It really sounds like a lot of the the basics still hold true. Like obviously the the I know a lot of the science and everything changes, and there's always new new information. Obviously, athletes do ha- have gotten bigger, stronger, and faster over the years. But it sounds like what you're saying some of the basics still apply some of those fundamental core things like you mentioned if things get hokey you're probably getting too far away from yeah you know w- what you need to do to actually be effective
1: yep there's definitely no replacement for consistent hard hard intense work various you know you know all your basic movements in the weight room you no know, you know hard sprints good agility work you know proper conditioning proper nutrition proper rest i mean you know, you, you start getting away from that, and then it, then you, you know you start really seeing a decrease in performance. So there's a reason that the the old stuff that's been done has been tried and true, It still works today. You know, there's always new things coming out there, and, and some of them play play a role, and some of them can be added into a program. But and you don't want to get away from the stuff that is has been known to work and will continue to work. You know, ten, twenty, thirty years from now.
0: Yeah, and I think you know what you said the the hard sprints. I think that kind of applies. You know, you got to be willing to put in that hard work. To make any yeah. of this effective you can't go through the motions
1: <laughs> yeah there's no replacement for effort you know effort's always got to be there intense you know, and dedicated dedication and you know if you're, if you're training hard and you're consistent to your program you're going to make improvements
0: yeah i think one of my favorite quotes and I th- I'm, I'm probably misattributing it but i think it was peyton manning when he was like in his fourth or fifth year maybe after one, one of his mvps he said he, he stays at number one because he trains like he's number two <laughs> That's Absolutely. been one of my Absolutely. favorite quotes. It's like, if you always think you're behind, whether or not everybody thinks you're the greatest on the planet, if you think you're not, you're going to work that much harder. And I think that's, you know, that is the sign of that next level. Like, you're, you're going to get faster, you're going to get stronger if you have that that type of
1: mentality. So sure. You always got to think there's someone out there working harder than you are, and as that's going to give you that motivation to get up in the morning, that motivation, you know, and maybe you're not feeling so good, or maybe it's not nice outside, and you're tired, and you don't want to get up, but you still got to get up and get it in. And, you know, that's, that's what you got to do.
0: Exactly. So, Colin, you know, it's been great talking to you. Tell everybody uh, where they can find you if you're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, where, tell all, all the things wherever you guys are. Where can they find you?
1: Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, Elite Athlete Training Services, if you look on the website, is Uh You can find our, our page on, on Facebook. Uh, it's uh, Elite uh, ATS on Twitter. Uh, on YouTube as well, and on Instagram, um, and you can uh, you can find us in Rockville, Maryland. If you're a local athlete, uh, definitely have, happy to have you guys in and uh, get training.
0: And I'll I'll be I'll be sure to. Uh, <laughs> sounds like you got a future future athlete in training right there with you. So let's. I got a couple,
1: man. We're working on them.
0: We're working on. You got to build a football team, man. You got to have you got to have one at every position, right? <laughs>
1: I'm working on a basketball team right now. So two.
0: There you go. All right. Well, I'll put links to all your all your social media stuff and where everybody can find you, and the, and the blog posts in the show notes. So, Colin, man, it's been great catching up. It's been great talking to you, and uh, I'll let you get back to your family.